Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. But you can also hear the Dave and Dujanovic show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine, or at KSLNewsRadio.com. Keyword podcast. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. America's top political story. Special coverage with Dave and Dejanovic. Oh boy, the uh, George Santos aftershocks just keep coming. Uh, Republican George Santos expelled uh, from the House of Representatives after getting caught up in numerous lies um, and, and, and an indictment. Uh There was a special election in Long Island, New York. Uh, The votes were tallied last night. The winner is Tom Suozzi. So he flipped that Republican seat in favor of the Democrats. How many Valentines do you think George Santos is receiving today from all of the Democrats saying, be mine? Thank you so much. Uh, because you just poisoned the district for Republicans. The haters are going to hate. Look, they can boot me out of Congress, but they can't take away my good humor or my larger-than-life personality. Ugh. Ick. So icky. Uh, he has certainly been a thorn in the Republican side, though, uh, since he got elected. They already had such a slim majority in the House. Um, and he got he really got under Senator Mitt Romney's skin. Look, he's a sick puppy. Uh, he, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be there. Yeah, Romney confronted him at the State of the Union address last year, and then had about an hour and a half or two hours to seethe through that State of the Union address, and still was just irate that Santos had scored like a front row seat to the speech. And he's never really taken responsibility for all of his lies. I'm going to fight my battle. I'm going to deliver. I'm going to fight the witch hunt. I'm going to take care of clearing my name, and I look forward to doing that. Well, he he never cleared his name, and he got booted from Congress. And the Republicans, they definitely paid a price for this. They lost a seat that they could barely afford to lose. Right now, Republicans only have a seven-seat lead in the House. Shrink that now to six after Santos. And uh, then there's still a couple of Republican vacancies left to fill. Oh, yeah. Remember, former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, he ejected from Congress in December. So his seat is still up. Not that it's necessarily that that scary. It's a pretty pretty conservative district. But uh, it just goes to point out. This lead is getting smaller and smaller for Republicans. Hi, Professor Curry. How are you? Good to have you back. Jim Curry, a political science professor at the University of Utah. So Republicans still have the majority, but how significant is the Santos uh, loss? It's significant for the Republican conference in the House because it narrows their margins yet again. Um, In fact, uh, as you saw yesterday, they impeached uh, Secretary Mayorkas by a single vote on the floor of the House. Well, if Tom Swazi already been sworn in, that vote would have failed. And so when you're talking about these really, really narrow margins to do anything, um, losing one seat uh, or seeing your opponent party pick up a seat um, is certainly not helpful at all. It's one of those things, I, when you compare the Democrats to the Republicans, it seems like the Democrats, especially in the House and certainly under Nancy Pelosi, it was lockstep. I mean, whatever they voted, she got all the votes whipped up. Uh, the 
Republicans don't don't seem to have that same power in numbers. They don't. And there's, you know, it's, the situations are somewhat different. Pelosi was dealing with a with a Democratic caucus in the House that, while it had its disagreements, also had its mechanisms for working those things out and moving things forward. Um, not only is this House majority just as small, it's now not smaller than what Pelosi was dealing with a couple of years ago, but it has the kind of divisions and the kind of imbalances between the different factions of the party that make it a lot harder to reconcile disagreements and move forward. Uh, you know, some of the things that are being brought to the floor tend to be things that are really, really upsetting to one faction of the party or the other. Um, and when you only have three votes to spare, that's a recipe for disaster. Jim Curry is a political science professor at the University of Utah. I love having him on the line when we have discussions about uh, Congress and the makeup of Congress. And last night, um, the Republican majority in the House got even slimmer. Of course, George Santos, a Republican, expelled from Congress, and now a Democrat has won his seat. And uh, Professor Curry, I felt as though the Republican um, lost because she had an R (laughs) behind her name. Um, And I felt like voters in New York just were not willing to take a risk on a newcomer to politics after what happened and how badly they got burned with Santos. Yeah, I think I think that's right. I think the while while it's it's it would be easy to read too much into one special election um, that was won by the member by the Democrat who previously held the seat and was a relatively popular House member from that seat and was a relatively popular county executive on, on Long Island before that. And so, like, while it's important not to read too much into what this means for the Republicans and for the effect of Santos, at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it's striking that all of the gains that the Republicans seem to have made in some of those New York State House seats may be evaporating with essentially the Swazi getting, like, eight percentage points more than uh, his, his predecessor running for that seat two years ago got, which may be spell, you know, problems or disasters for other Republicans trying to hold on to their New York state seats um, in New York um, in the House, which essentially would spell the difference between Republicans hanging on to the majority margin in the House of Representatives mm-hmm. or losing it entirely. And so if this is a sign of what it's going to mean for these moderate swing state Republicans going into 2024's congressional elections, and that's not a good sign. One thing that stood out to me in this race specifically was that Swazi ran a unique campaign for Democrats, a very tough stance on immigration, pro-Israel. In fact, I want to play a couple sound bites for you. Listen to the two candidates discuss their stance on Israel. Here's the Republican opponent, Mozzie Phillip. I promise you, the Jewish people, the state of Israel, the American people will make you pay the price you deserve. Now, she grew up in Israel before she immigrated to America. But here's Tom Swazi. What we need are strong, outspoken, pro-Israel Democrats that will stand up for Israel and will stand up to the extreme left. In our final 30 seconds, is this a new playbook for Democrats in 2024? I don't think it's a new playbook. Part of this is that, you know, this is a district that has a lot of Jewish Americans. And so whoever runs from either party has to be pretty pro-Israel uh, to win that seat. But at the same time, what it does signal is that when you're talking about swing seats, 
the dominant strategy to win them is to nominate moderate candidates. And Tom Swazi is a well-known moderate Democrat in New York, and he won that seat easily. And that's a playbook that both parties should be trying to follow for the next election. Jim Curry, thanks for joining us. Poli-Sci professor at the University of Utah. Next, if you haven't filed your taxes yet, maybe you're wondering if you're going to refund. Well, early data from the IRS shows the average tax refund is almost 29% lower this year. What? We're, yeah, we're going to find out why from a CPA next.